Hello and welcome to College Talk. It's me, Beth Brandon, your host, and we are on episode two of For the Health of It. Um, Today we're going to be talking about, I made a snazzy name, uh, how can my resume be a swolger? So we're going to talk about how to bulk up your resume. If you don't have one, we're going to talk about how to start one, but it's not me because I am not a resume expert, but my guest is, and I'm going to let her introduce herself. Hello, so my name is Sarah Hagen, and I am a career development specialist in the Office of Career and Student Employment Services at Western Michigan. Um, And essentially what that really means is I get to work with college students and help them with their resume, practice interviewing, job searching. Um, We put on job fairs in our office when employers come to campus um, to recruit students and interview them for jobs, and so we do everything career-related out of our office. Awesome. How did you find yourself in career and employment services? Yeah, that's, um, so I didn't really know career services was a thing Mm -hmm. when I was in college. Mm -hmm. Um, I kind of tried on a couple different jobs after I graduated to figure out what I wanted to do, and I kept coming back to the idea of working with college students and super fun being on a campus. Mm -hmm. Um, So I actually started in academic advising and then shifted into career services Mm -hmm. almost four years ago. And um, really for me, that opportunity to work one-on-one with students, help them, you know, achieve their goals, set goals in the first place, super important. Um, And with career, it's, you know, teaching students about career development is something they're going to use the rest of their life. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. being able to see students kind of wherever they're at and help them set those goals, figure out how to meet them and um, resources that they can use. And um, really the goal being, I'm going to teach you about resume and then you can go do for the rest of your life. Yeah, because yeah. we, you know, we talked a little bit earlier, resume is really like a living, breathing document. Mm-hmm. It needs to be updated mm-hmm. throughout your whole life. Yeah, so. definitely. So teaching those skills so that students can go do that, recreate that for the rest of their life. Yeah, Yeah. that's awesome. So then um, we keep talking about that word resume. Mm -hmm. Um, What's the rundown with resumes? What exactly is it? Yeah. So resume is really the key piece of... Um, the key document that employers want to look at when they're wanting to hire you. So you want to make sure your education is on there. You want to make sure your work experience is on there. Um, Any clubs or organizations that you've been involved in, volunteer work, um, specific skills you might have. So if you maybe speak another language or you have Mm -hmm. some computer skills Mm -hmm. or uh, really resume is sort of your quick snapshot of who you are, what you bring to the table. Everybody's resume sort of looks similar, has those key components to it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so employers are looking for, you know, what are you studying? What degree are you looking, are you um, going for specifically? Mm-hmm. Uh, when will you graduate? Right. When you worked at Taco Bell, how long did you work there? Mm-hmm. What did you do there? Mm-hmm. Uh, so really giving a, giving a quick snapshot of your experience and what makes you qualified for work. Definitely. What are some big uh, resume don'ts? Oh, really good question. Um, Well, the one thing that I make sure students know, well, everybody knows, (laughs) you have to proofread and look for those typos. Uh, Because when you're on your computer, you're plugging away at this thing and you think it looks great, Mm -hmm. 
uh, maybe you've spelled proofread wrong, and right. that's a huge, a huge issue. Um, so typos and just sort of stylistically, does it make sense? Mm-hmm. Are your headings clear where people can find? You know, the the stat is somewhere between you know ten and thirty seconds is how long mm-hmm. an employer is going to look at it. Cool. So you put all this work into it for just this quick scan of it. Right. Can they find what they're looking for quickly? Mm-hmm. Um, so proofreading is important. Making sure that the layout and the format makes sense that people can find what they're looking for Mm -hmm. um you know definitely don't lie (laughs) on your resume (laughs) and say that you've done something that you haven't or say that you have experience in something that you don't Mm -hmm. um particularly as you go through you know not just your first job out of college but as you're trying to work your way up and into promotions be be honest about the experiences that you've had because especially at that mid-level um kind of they're they're looking for people that might have depth in a certain you know uh computer program or something Mm -hmm. for example and if you've only barely touched it but you say you're proficient in it they're going to make some assumptions about you and Mm -hmm. then that means you're not really a great fit for yeah so definitely don't lie (laughs) you in a a big way right exactly (laughs) um so what's it what's a great place to start like when you say like you've never made one before yeah maybe you're like a senior in high school and you're like Mm -hmm. i need this for a scholarship Totally. So Microsoft Word has a bunch of templates that you can use to get started, Mm -hmm. but I definitely would not recommend that being your final product Mm. because then your resume looks like everybody else that's used that exact same template, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So it's a great place to get started to do some brainstorming. So in this section, you want to include these things. Mm -hmm. In your experience section, you need to include the name of the place you worked, your job title, the years that you worked there. Mm -hmm. So it really helps you start build the resume build building the resume Mm -hmm. but you don't want to um, use that as your final product because Mm -hmm. again um, sometimes if you try to reformat it or add something because it's built in that specific template it'll screw the whole formatting up for the whole rest of it Um, again it'll kind of look like everybody else's so you want to be unique with your resume as well Um, so those templates are a really great spot to get started so Mm -hmm. you kind of know what resume should look like what sections you need to build out Mm -hmm. Um, it's really great to do a brainstorming right from the beginning Mm -hmm. so a lot of times I tell students to create like a running resume so it has everything you've ever done on it oh yeah ever forever Mm -hmm. Uh, you can have 20 bullet points under each job experience if Mm -hmm. you want and then you're able to tailor a resume by pulling bits and pieces of that long running resume Mm -hmm. over into a unique document that might um, more specifically be tailored to a job that you're applying for. So the first step really is just getting all of it down on paper. Mm -hmm. Um, Your education, like we talked about before, your work experience, student organizations you're involved in. Mm -hmm. If you're the captain of the soccer team, put that on there. Mm -hmm. And then as you go through college, you're gonna start kind of taking off high school stuff and adding college stuff to it. Definitely. You said something that I think is super important, and I think as I've, uh, as my time with AmeriCorps has been ending, I've been doing in my own job search, Mm -hmm. is uh, creating, like, different resumes for different positions. Totally. Um, Can you touch on that a little bit and, like, why that's so important? Yeah. So, you know, the employer will have a job description, and your job is to match your work experience Mm -hmm. to what they're looking for. So if they want somebody who is has strong organization skills, for example. That phrase should show up somewhere on your Mm -hmm. resume and you should have an example of what that looks like in the context of work. Um, Similarly with your cover letter, if you're writing a cover letter for that job, being able to tailor what they're looking for so that 
it's a pretty easy, they put the job description and your resume next to each other and they can see how they match. Mm -hmm. So one great place to do some of that tailoring is in your objective statement. Okay. Um, objective statements are totally optional. You don't have to have one if you don't want to. Mm -hmm. I always recommend to students, if you're going to have one, make sure that it's tailored to the job. It talks about the skills you bring to the table. It's employer focused. It's not about you, like what mm -hmm. you want. Sometimes mm -hmm. we'll see the objective statement is to find a job. Right. Well, be more detailed than that, right? Mm -hmm. um, or to gain skills, to be more, um, something about what you want, like the skills you want to gain out mm -hmm. of it. You really want to keep it focused on the skills you already have that you're bringing to the table for the employer. Mm -hmm. So that's a great spot to do some of that tailoring. Um, and then again, throughout with those, the bullet points you have listed under your work experience, um, make sure that they fit what that employer is looking for. Yeah. Um, so there's lots of different places that you can do that, that tailoring, but it is really important the more work you do on that um, tailoring piece and making mm -hmm. it specific to the job, the more an employer will easily see, this is what I'm looking for, here's how they actually fit what I want. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Um, what if someone hasn't had a job yet, ever? Yeah, which a lot of first-year students in college haven't mm -hmm. because you're on the soccer team and you're in the band and you're in a bunch of AP classes right. and you're all the things that you're doing to try to get yourself into college. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, you haven't always had time to have a job yet, and that's okay. So a couple things that I, I would think about. Um, one, think about getting a job on campus within that first year. Um, Working on campus is going to be a great way to start to develop some of those skills mm -hmm. if you haven't had a job yet. Plus, it's right there where you're living and going to class. You have a supervisor that really understands your class schedule and that you're a student first. Mm -hmm. um, they can be flexible about your work hours. Um, and it's a great way to start building a resume. Sometimes mm -hmm. we have, you know, in my office we have students that have been with us for four years mm -hmm. and so they have long-standing a long-standing job on their relationship right from the beginning of college mm -hmm. but if that's not really an option for you or you haven't worked yet and you want to figure out how to build a resume um, again maybe the captain of the soccer team is a uh, where you can build some bullet points underneath that and describe your leadership skills, your communication skills, for mm -hmm. example. Um, employers are looking for a lot of things like communication, professionalism, problem solving, and you can still talk about how you fit those skills mm -hmm. in things that are not just jobs, um, things that you've been involved in, class projects maybe that you've done. Um, and, and I like to talk to students about this idea of, we talked a little bit about this presume, like, what should what do you want your resume to look like right. jot down a preview of three or four years from now what's that resume going to look like mm -hmm. and that starts with some some goal setting yeah. thinking about the types of jobs you want internships you want mm -hmm. things like that definitely and it's cool that you said that because I think one feature that so we use career cruising and we have all those mm -hmm. EDP requirements at the high school level um, one of the things that my seniors have to do is set a short-term and a long-term goal. Mm -hmm. um, and that's a really great time to practice, you know, that could be part of that presume um, totally. or something. And, and so uh, I think there, there are definitely a lot of options out there. It's just finding them. Totally. Um, what You brought a cool resource here. What are some resources that you usually recommend to students who um, maybe aren't ready to, like, come into the office and, like, have something left over yet, but, like, they want to mm -hmm. find something someplace to get started? Yeah. Um, so 
your whatever school you end up going to will have a career center Mm -hmm. and that is a super important place to get plugged into early and often Mm -hmm. so right now um as we speak it's finals week at western and so we have a lot of students who are about to graduate on saturday they're really excited Mm -hmm. they're coming into my office and they're freaking out because they don't have a resume yet they haven't started job searching but they graduate on saturday and they don't know what to do (laughs) so the earlier you get into your career center on your college campus they can help you build this mm-hmm. resume. They mm-hmm. can help you do that brainstorming we talked about before, building that long-running resume. Mm-hmm. Um, on our website, which is just wmich.edu slash career, mm-hmm. we have a downloadable PDF of our career development guide, which walks you through the stages of building a resume, what mm-hmm. resume should look like. There's a lot of example resumes in the back. Um, so that's a free, easy resource anybody can use, anybody can download. Um, just if you're not real sure what resume even looks like, you can flip right to the back and we have 10 to 20 pages of resumes, what they should look like. Perfect. Um, so really thinking about those key buckets we talked about, you know, your objective, your education, your experience, and then sort of your other section. Mm -hmm. So your activities you've been involved in, volunteer work, stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Just starting to brainstorm lists of what falls under each of those buckets and then looking at a resource like you'll find at your career center Mm -hmm. to try to get some help really fleshing that out, wordsmithing it a little bit, um, thinking about how you want to describe that work exactly. Um, But the brainstorming is always the first step. Racking your brain over these last four years of high school, what really have you gotten Mm -hmm. involved in? you got to put together a lot of those sheets for your – college admissions and things like that yeah. so that's a great a great list to get started with definitely okay so this is something and you can tell me if I'm totally wrong <laughs> um but one thing I tell my students is that um longevity looks better than like eight mm. things mm-hmm. is that would you mm-hmm. say that kind of works in terms of a resume as well yeah absolutely so um and and it's kind of funny you say that because when we talked about not lying on a resume mm-hmm. uh sometimes people will say things like oh yeah I'm involved with big brothers big sisters mm. but they really only went to like one meeting they never really got matched right. but they have it on their resume because it looks good yeah yeah then somebody that really is involved in that organization might ask you about it right, right? so when you think about those one or two day sort of involvements um think about what that really looks like in the bigger picture of mm-hmm. your resume and is that really um truthful <laughs> yeah yeah definitely, definitely um but but also to your point of you know, yeah, it looks great if you um, work at the same summer camp every summer, for mm-hmm. example. Maybe it's only a three or four month job, but you keep going back to mm-hmm. that. Um, versus, you know, you work at Taco Bell for two weeks, you don't like it. Mm-hmm. Then you get a job at a hospital working with, you know, whatever you're doing there for a month, but mm-hmm. you didn't like that either. And right. so, so thinking about something that is a good fit for you and that is, again, longevity, I think, is important. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people do job hopping. I talked at the at the beginning about how I did a trying on a couple of, do, yeah. of jobs, and that's totally okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but when you get into those just couple week stints from one place to another, mm-hmm. employers might think, you know, do you have sticking power? Right. Are you a little flaky? Yeah. Um, so finding something that's a good fit for you and and sticking it out is really important. Yeah, definitely. Um, so I'm. I'm thinking through and I'm like okay so resume is not the only piece of like the application mm-hmm. pie um could you just real quick break down if you're looking to apply for a job probably a little more like out of college or something that's like 
involved with more leadership on a campus what might some of those pieces be outside of just a resume yeah so typically you will also have to submit a cover letter Mm -hmm. um which like we talked about before you want to tailor that as well just like you would with resume what is the skill they're looking for and then Mm -hmm. give an example of that Mm -hmm. and how you've used that in the Mm -hmm. past um Depending on the job, sometimes they might want to see a portfolio of your work or mm-hmm. your research or um, particularly if you're going into, you know, maybe an arts field or design oh, yeah. or something like that, they'll want to see proof of your work. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes part of the interview process is preparing a presentation. So you may have to bring examples or prepare yourself for an example of your public speaking skills. Mm-hmm. Um, we've seen, you know, with engineering, for example, um, at the interview, you are given a problem and you need to solve it on the spot. Whoa. So doing a little bit of that practicing ahead of time of what are some of the skills I need to kind of bone up on, mm-hmm. um, particularly in that interview process. So. Yeah. Um, typically though what you'll see is a resume cover letter and you'll always want to have with you your references Mm, you typically mm want to have around three professional references Mm -hmm. so these are people who have been a supervisor of yours before Mm -hmm. maybe a professor faculty member Um, this isn't like your mom or your friend (laughs) Um, but people that can speak to you and your work ethic Mm -hmm. you always want to have that handy in case they ask for folks that they can Uh, learn a little bit more about you and your work and and things like that definitely um that just sparked another question um how do you ask someone to be a reference yeah super important that you ask in the first place (laughs) yes um you want to make sure that you ask for several reasons one because the person wants to be prepared Mm. if someone calls them Mm -hmm. it's not out of left field that it's something that they're expecting so that they're ready to give you a good reference right um and so that you have their right contact information maybe you have a personal email address of theirs but they want to be contacted for something like this through a professional email so you want to ask them what their preferred contact information is what Mm -hmm. they are willing to give out to somebody else and you want to ask them if they can provide a strong or a positive or a good reference for Mm -hmm. you you want to frame it in that way that um, not just, hey, if someone calls, can you tell them that I'm awesome? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, um, you know, can you speak to my work? Mm-hmm. Um, can you provide some good examples for me? Can you help? Really, they're there to help sell you on mm-hmm. that job. Mm-hmm. So um, asking people for their right contact information, can you provide that? And can they provide you with a good, strong reference mm-hmm. for a job? Definitely. Um, so... Moving into the digital age, yeah. um, what does that look like in term of uh, terms of career search? I mean, there's a social media aspect, mm-hmm. and I always say, like, have it be grandma approved. Yes, a hundred percent. But there's, like, LinkedIn, and there's, like, creating yes. personal websites, and, you know, what, what, uh, is, do people really look at LinkedIn? Yes, a hundred percent, yeah. Um, and you want, again, LinkedIn to match your resume mm-hmm. so that these two documents go together, mm-hmm. but documents, your social online document, um, <laughs> that, that, yeah, it's, it's mirrors what your resume would be that you would turn in. Um, there's a really great job search function on LinkedIn. So mm-hmm. if you're going to apply for a job through that job search function, mm-hmm. you need your profile to be um, not just complete, but up to date, active, accurate, all of that stuff. Um, 
LinkedIn is a great way to build a network as mm-hmm. well. So a lot of times I have students that say, you know, um, I want this XYZ job title down the road. How do I get there? What's mm-hmm. a good entry-level step? We'll start connecting with people on LinkedIn that have that job that you want and look at their profile. Where did mm-hmm. they get started? What kinds of companies did they work for? Mm-hmm. What types of skills do they talk about on their LinkedIn profile that you need to develop if you want to get to their seat down the road? Yeah, definitely. Um, so LinkedIn is a great way to do some of that research, build a network, things like that. Um, Again, for maybe more like artsy type of jobs where you're doing graphic design or um, you might need like a a website to Mm -hmm. display your like online portfolio. Mm. I don't often see a lot of students with their own website, Mm -hmm. um, but I think that'd be a great way to market yourself too. Um, I would say if you're going to put your eggs in one basket, it'd probably be that LinkedIn basket. Yeah, Um, because you can upload like photos and stuff onto their to- yeah, okay. yeah 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 okay. yeah and at western and a lot of the schools in michigan and this is actually uh their um nationwide uh is using a job search platform called handshake oh yeah um so it's similar to linkedin mm-hmm. uh but that's where you can find jobs you'll build a profile you can apply for jobs right through handshake mm-hmm. so ask your career center you know what's the job search platform that mm-hmm. we use here yeah, how do you get your profile activated how do you start uploading stuff to that and with handshake for example there's spots where you can upload documents if mm-hmm. you wanted to upload an example of a research paper if you're going for a, a research specific job mm-hmm. here's examples of my research work and mm-hmm. my writing style and all of that stuff so um Think about you know LinkedIn, Handshake, or whatever your campus uses. Um, those are the key ones that I recommend students. Make sure that you have um, that it's complete, that it's accurate, that it's updated, mm-hmm. that you continue to update it, and that you build your presence through those two sites. Yeah, definitely. Um, I think my last like big question before I ask you if we've missed anything on that yeah. stuff. But um, there, I mean. It's hard to know exactly what you're, you're going to do for the rest of your life at, like, 17, 18. <laughs> yeah, totally. Um, or 37, 30. Yeah, yes. yeah, exactly. <laughs> Things change. What is it? It's How many times is the statistic oh, that you change careers before? A lot. Before? Yeah, it's like yeah. a million. <laughs> um, you know, is the Career Center or Career Service Place on campus, you know, almost – or something you should go to if you're struggling and figuring out what you want to do? Absolutely. It's more than just resumes, right? Absolutely, absolutely. So – um, for example, at Western, we have, we call it our career zone, which is mm-hmm. sort of drop-in help with resume, typically 10, 15 minutes of an appointment. Mm-hmm. Um, when people come to see me, they schedule a longer appointment, usually around half hour, an hour, mm-hmm. where we can really sit down and talk about, okay, so what are some of your struggles? Where are you going? What what are you studying? And mm-hmm. is that still a right fit for you? Yeah. We have assessments that you can take to help you decide are you in the right major? Mm-hmm. Um, what are your values, interests, skills, personality, and how does that fit in terms of your major choice and your career choice? Mm-hmm. Um, so Career Center will always have folks that you can sit down and talk more in depth with and not just get that sort of transactional, like, help me with my resume. Can mm-hmm. you help me proofread this? Did mm-hmm. I set it up right? Um, so look for both of those opportunities. You can always do those quick drop-in sessions and get a little bit of feedback, but finding somebody you can really sit down with and say, hey, I don't know what I'm doing here. Right, right, right. <laughs> I need some help. Um, and there are folks like that throughout a college campus in all aspects of mm-hmm. 
college life, um, having trouble with a roommate, there's somebody there that you can talk to about that. True, so, so definitely finding those resources early is really mm-hmm. important. Mm-hmm. And I think, and we're talking too about uh, a four-year university, but like I know KVCC yes. and community colleges are going to have that, Absolutely. that as well. And I would assume trade schools because the whole goal is to get you into a career. So absolutely, um, I think anywhere you go, that's going to be something that you can you can find. Definitely, definitely. Um, and you know, it's not just the one-on-one help with job searching stuff like we've been talking mm-hmm. about too. Um, you know, for example, my office has a team of folks that connect directly with employers. So mm. maybe those are folks that you can sit down with and say, okay, I know what I want to do now. Right. What key employers are in this area that yeah. I can start to connect with yeah. and maybe do a job shadow, do an internship. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's such a gamut of things that you can get out of a career services mm-hmm. office. That's not just how do I build my resume? Although right. that's a really great start yeah, for sure. Definitely. definitely. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then this just popped in my head cause you were saying there's a whole range. There's also like interview practice, like yes. critiqued on that cover letter. Like, so all of those things. And I would say like maybe your first semester, like let yourself adjust and transition, but like totally. second semester go and start doing those things, Absolutely. right? Like practice makes perfect. Yeah. And the earlier, the better too. Um, not that there's anything wrong with waiting until the week before you graduate, because whenever you're ready, you're ready to yes. come in and get help. True. And it's really going to make your process a lot easier mm-hmm. if you start early and mm-hmm. you know where those resources are and you're continuing to build and update your resume as you go. Mm-hmm. Um, again, we talked about it from the very top. It's this living, breathing document. It always is going to change. Mm-hmm. You want to make sure that you know um, how to update it, how to keep it you know, current, and and you're not waiting till the last minute yeah. to do all of that. So definitely. So yeah. before my final two uh, Oprah style questions oh, that I cool. meant to prepare you for but didn't. Oops. Nope, that's cool. Um, That'll be fun. <laughs> uh, is there anything else that we like missed that you really want to make sure that that students know? Yeah, I mean, I think um, just like we talked about, if you're really struggling, we we have a lot of different assessments that you can take. Mm-hmm. Some of them might have a cost, but a lot of them are free mm-hmm. to help you think about your place in the world of work. So mm-hmm. not just what major are you choosing, but how does that translate to work? Yeah, so definitely. think about doing some of those assessments so you get to know a little bit more about yourself, mm-hmm. um, what some of your values are, what it is you really want out of a career. Um, and definitely think about on-campus employment is a really great way to build that resume too. Um, I think waiting for that first semester until you really get transitioned and figure everything out is mm-hmm. a good plan for sure. Um, and think about places where you can build your kind of professional competencies. So those things of um, communication, problem solving, mm-hmm. all of that stuff that's really important. It's not just a job that can help you develop those skills. So yeah. getting involved on campus, doing research um, oh, yeah. with a professor, finding ways that you can develop those skills in a in a diverse multitude of ways. Mm-hmm. So you're not just sort of the, you know, one trick pony. Yeah. <laughs> Got to yeah. have diverse, diverse experiences and diverse ways to describe your problem solving your communication Mm -hmm. skills so Mm -hmm. definitely yeah um so final two questions yes first one is i'm ready what was your favorite class oh man uh so my favorite class i took as a like a gen ed requirement Mm -hmm. it was a political science class Mm. and it was uh introduction to national government Mm. Uh, and I had an awesome teacher, and I really loved it. And that was actually what made me decide to declare p- 
political science as a major, mm-hmm. as an undergrad. So um, those those gen ed requirements, those things that you think I just have to check this off a yeah. list just so I can graduate, sometimes can be the most influential ones. Yep. I feel like a lot so. of people that I talk to are like, I took, I mean, even for me, I took an anthropology class and yeah. I completely switched from pre-graphic design to yeah. that. Like, yeah, just you hear people do that all the time. Yep. 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 Um, and then uh, what was the best piece of advice someone gave you? as you were headed off to college or through college? Oh, man. Um, well, I was a first-gen college student, mm-hmm. and so um, really my parents were like, just go do it. Like, mm-hmm. to go. Tr- they wanted me to um, go away to school, and I grew up here in Kalamazoo, so Western was in my backyard. It was really safe, mm-hmm. but they encouraged me to go somewhere where I didn't know anybody, try yeah. new things. Um and I think that that's really scary as an 18-year-old to think about, yeah. but it's such a such an important part of college. Mm-hmm. And as you grow and develop as a person, pushing yourself outside of those comfort zones. Wow. Well, all right. <laughs> <laughs> they were excited yeah. about that advice I'm giving. Yes. Uh, pushing yourself outside of those comfort zones and being being uncomfortable a little bit it yeah. helps helps growth. And I think that's really one of the things that helped me. Um, you know, once I once I made the jump and I did it, and I went to Ball State, which is um, about three hours away from Kalamazoo. So it was mm-hmm. close enough I could still come home, but it was far enough that I was mm-hmm. learning to be independent. And I really think that that's what college is for, is yeah. to do a lot of that growing and um, trying new things and, and meeting new people. So to not be afraid of that, mm-hmm. I think, is super important. Definitely. Well... A chirp, chirp. And, yes, uh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. That wasn't a thing when I was there, though. It wasn't. But okay, oh. that's I like it though. Okay. I dig it. All right. I'm here for it. Was it now? Is it Let's Ride? Is that Western's thing now? Yeah. Is it still? Okay. Yep. Yeah. Changed to yep. when I was there. So yeah. <laughs> um, I don't even remember what it was when I was there. Grab the reins, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep. But all right, thank you so much for coming. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna. You gave me this cool document. I'm gonna. I don't know. Scan it or take yeah. a picture of it and get it up there. But then um, also gonna put in the description a link to WMU's career service page. Definitely. Uh, definitely check it out um get a chance to you know if you can see where it's located maybe within western's page like it might Mm -hmm. help you figure out where it's going to be located on your school's page as well definitely find that early on and uh start using those resources absolutely all right thank you so much yes thank you this is fun all right for those of you who turned in and listened this week thanks so much and for those of you who are listening in a future week As always, it has been such a pleasure to chat with you here on College Talk.